are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for another Nerd Overload, the Poppy Geek Ultra show that's fueled by Surge and fed by Skittles. I'm Josh. I don't, I don't know if we can say brand names like that. We can say brand names. I'm Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Cody, and I'm not endorsing anything. I'm Samantha. <laughs> oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we have a bunch of news, but before we get into it, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. I am gesturing with my hands like crazy, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> you can't see it. <laughs> Just wave them in the hair. Just like I don't care? Yeah. Okay. We spent a lot of time the past couple of days playing Her Story. Oh, yeah? It's really, really interesting. It's a, it's a weird game. It's just a bunch of short video clips mm-hmm. in a police database, and you search for them using like a search engine, and then you put together all the clips. Well, I mean, you don't physically put them together in the game. You just do it in your head mm-hmm. to try and figure out what happened to this woman and how her husband died or who killed her husband or whatever. Oh, wow. And it's it's really interesting. We and... cannot talk about the plot at all, yeah. though. <laughs> Is it kind of like one of those, like, kind of like a visual story kind of game novel kind of thing? Yeah, but I don't know. I think there's more gameplay going on than some okay. of those. It's There's more going on than, well, like... Well, you have to think and... Yeah. I mean, you got to think of the right keywords to use to find more videos. Or you're stuck. And yeah. You're out of luck. Based on what she talks about in the videos you have seen. Hmm. Like, the game opens up to this computer desktop, this 90s computer desktop, <laughs> and the word murder has already been searched. So you start with these five videos pertaining to the keyword murder. And from there, you just have to keep... I feel like they could go to a dark place quickly. <laughs> you have to keep searching based on the, the things you uncover in the videos. And you also have a button that will show you how many of the videos you've seen out of all of them. There's like 200 some. Oh, wow. Jeez. I mean, some of them are like three seconds long. No. Yeah. And they don't really have any information at all. They're just... Fluff. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That sounds like a really... It's really, really good. Really compelling story and um, uh, gameplay and stuff. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's really well written, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, it goes places you did. I expected a more straightforward story. Oh, no. But, no. Things it... get real weird. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Now, is this for... Is it for PC or is it for... Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's coming out for PlayStation soon. Really? Which oh, cool. I can't see that being any fun typing in everything with a controller, <laughs> but um, check it out. I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, we've seen, what, 75% of the videos. And, and we... there's still, like, a chunk there's, that we're just completely not getting. Yeah, because, like, we, we figured out almost all of her backstory, but we have almost nothing on the actual murder. <laughs> oh, wow. Like you, like, you can see, like, a line that's, like, blank in the database like oh that's what we're missing <laughs> we can't figure it out huh and it's all one woman acting in all of the videos and she does a fantastic job cool hmm. very cool she even sings plays guitar and sings in a couple of the videos <laughs> I remember that, the first video popped up with the guitar i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> she needed some jam buds but that's really good i i would recommend that to any almost anybody yeah, I think I've I've been seeing it pop up here and there, like kind of being mentioned here and there. I just never knew anything about it. Like, there's a lot of like those weird kind of slice slice of lifey kind of games. Like, you know, there was like a um, uh, Sibel. Yeah, and um, oh god, what was that one? Uh, I don't, they're the ones that people on Steam get all ticked off about, and they call them walking simulators because they're children who've never read a book for pleasure. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, but there was like a uh, the one with um, the girl in the in the school, the one you could control time. I can't remember the name of it now. Oh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange, and there's like another one, a new one now. Um, I read an article where it helps somebody get over like oh, Oxen Free. Yes, we actually played. We that. actually did play that all the way through. Also, it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, we obviously, we didn't get a good ending. I think we got bad ends. Yeah, I think we got the bad end, but. I mean, it's just, it's a point and, well, not really a point and click adventure game. It's kind of a walk and put frequencies into a radio. I don't know, but it is. A walking simulator? (laughs) But it has such a good atmosphere. Yeah. And the dialogue, I think, is really well written. 
lot better than Life is Strange. Yeah, it doesn't feel as awkward as Life is Strange. It doesn't sound how like... How you do, fellow teens. <laughs> That's how I felt with with Life is Strange. It yeah. was like, it's like, well, we're not in college, so we'll just find it, we'll see what, what college or high school kids sound like. It's like, uh, no. It takes at least two episodes of Life is Strange to get over how bad the, <laughs> like, slang and stuff is. just have to ignore is. it. Yo, it's Wizard. I'm bringing Wizard back. <laughs> Hills, yeah, Max. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, you want to go to the b-ball court and shoot some hoops? Mr. Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was I, a good game, too. It's, it's, it's a good a really game, good but game. The, the writing is terrible. <laughs> well, the that writing. Okay, the, the dialogue. Story, the the story, dialogue. Okay, the, the dialogue is, is terrible. really good and, and it's surprising in parts. And I think a lot of reviewers way underscored it. Mm. I think Polygon was giving it like sixes or some crap. Oh, that's weird. So yeah, it's it's not a six. Yeah, it's probably an eight. I mean, it's a good time to like stories in games. There's mm-hmm. a lot of games that are just telling good stories right now, which which is good. Yeah, because we've had like just you know a couple years of just Mario ripoffs. Mario ripoffs <laughs> and. Uh, AAA titles that are really just rehashing of the same old crap. Yeah. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. There are some AAA titles out there that I like, series that I like to follow, but as a whole, not a lot of innovation going on. No. A, a lot of just meathead shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chest high walls and, yeah. and and brown environments. Or even, even Fallout 4 was terribly dumbed down in comparison to 3 or especially New Vegas. The backgrounds in Oxenfree were beautiful, too. Yeah, a lot of painted backgrounds in Oxenfree. And everything is, like, zoomed way out. So it's a lot of the background, and then the characters are tiny, and it's almost like platform game control. Oh, cool. But without jumping. (laughs) (laughs) It's different, though. I haven't ever really played a game like it. The closest you can say is, like, it's like a Sierra point-and-click, but there's no real inventory. or. It's just, like, dialogue choices, but I don't know how much it has to... It changes the story. Yeah, I don't know. We'd have to go through it again. Yeah, not get the not get the bad ending. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time travel weirdness and. Oh, it gave me the jibblies. Yeah, it gets pretty creepy. There's a cool effect where in the there's like temporal anomaly beings, I guess, and they talk through clips of radio broadcasts, each oh. different word. Oh wow! And it sounds really creepy and cool. So, That's not, like so the Bumblebee. Bumblebee from the Transformers <laughs> movies. <laughs> They're just ripping off Michael Bay. <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm so sick of people throwing down the walking simulator card. Yeah. Like, just because a game isn't for you personally doesn't mean it doesn't have a right to exist. It's like in movies, like, you don't get mad and write fiery emails to the people who make romantic comedies just because you don't like them. Well, we don't. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm sure somebody has. <laughs> Not to the extent that the people do about video games, though. And that's just what it is, is the video game, the... The gamer culture. Yeah. That toxic pool. Well, it's, it's just video games opening up to more people and having more genres, mm-hmm. you know, for more people. Which is perfectly right and what's supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, that, that old-timey silent movie that was just a train coming at the screen and mm-hmm. it scared people? It's like if there was a big group of people thinking that's what movies are and they should all be like that all right. the time forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. It's it's just that the game I I don't want to say game culture but like the I, games as a medium has taken longer to progress story-wise into being like an actual art form than like movies and television books that sort of thing. Yeah, well because and, of the technology. Yeah. And uh because it's taken longer, it's had more uh, older fans that were um, liked it better when it was a niche the market. The status quo. When yeah. they were making things just for them. And now that the the art form is expanding because of technology and because of cultural you know, awareness or whatever, yeah. um, they're, the gold fans are scared. And they're unfortunately have the internet to, to yeah. complain of, on. <laughs> and it's like, it's not going to make those games go away. Right, yeah, but there's, they don't see that. They there's just not see... a limited number of games that can be made in a year. Not my first-person shooter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, and the people who want to make these games that are different weren't going to make the... Like, they're different people. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't going to make a shooter game to begin with. It's it's a whole new crowd of interested developers interested in making different games. Right. It's not going to affect your AAA games. Right. They're, they're still, they're still going to be Call of Duties. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say much. I do, I do play the EA Star Wars. Which is essentially Battlefield. Yeah, <laughs> I sent it back. I played it a couple times and was like, "Oh my god, okay, a, I get it." <laughs> a new, a new, a new patch came out this week, and it it helps so much. <laughs> I, I don't get as mad anymore. <laughs> like, there's this weapon called the homing shot. It was the most like ridiculous weapon ever. Like, seriously, it was like way worse than any rocket launcher or noob tube or anything in a shooter I've ever experienced. It's like lock dead, lock dead. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like I I just spawned and I crested a hill and now I'm dead. How did he even have time to lock on to me? That sounds like when I play the game just normally. <laughs> crested a hill, die. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, but yeah, they like they like increased its lock on time and a bunch of other stuff. I mean, and they added outfits. <laughs> well, that's uh, good. You get a new hat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Luke and Han actually have Hoth outfits now instead of like they're just normal outfits. Ah, which means which I'm hoping at some point Leia will stop wearing her Hoth outfit on every map. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of it is when the while the game is installing. You get to go around as Vader and kill people on the PlayStation. PlayStation Four. Oh, see, I, I don't have. I have oh, that. while it's installing onto the PlayStation Four, they're like, "Here, kill some guys as Darth Vader," and you basically can't lose, and you just go around you force, force choking choke people, people and, for well, like twenty minutes while the game when, installs. When you're, when you're playing as Vader, it's really hard to lose anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's really overpowered. I never got to play as any of the heroes. Oh. Did you want to talk about Legends of Tomorrow? I was gonna. That was gonna be my check. Okay. Okay. Well, you want to talk about? Yeah, you want to talk tomorrow? about that tomorrow? All right. <laughs> well, it's it's time again for DC TV <laughs> is all back in the mix. Oh yeah. Uh, we actually watched this one. I think everybody watched. Yeah, it. we all did. I think. Yep. Uh, yeah. Even I, my mom. I. I <laughs> you know who watched Legends of Tomorrow? My mom. My mom did too. Actually. <laughs> my mom doesn't care. <laughs> But my mom understands that I like it. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> it's not MomCast. Yes, it is. What my mom watched this week. <laughs> to call her off. <laughs> we got a special guest on the phone, Cody's mom. Okay. Anyway, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. So they had their premiere episode uh, for the new DC, er, CWDC series. Okay, so explain to the listener what Lesson of Tomorrow is. Basically. We've, we've just said the name five times in a row. Basically, uh, you have a bunch of characters that have appeared in Arrow and Flash. Mm-hmm. And they, they're they all like side characters and things like that. They come together to for a greater story and to travel through time with a character named Rip Hunter. The, the Doctor. Basically. <laughs> Doctor Who. Basically, yeah. which is... He's played by Arthur uh, Arthur Duval, who was on Doctor Who. Yeah, he's yeah. Rory. Yeah, he's Rory, and he's really cha- uh, channeling some Doctorness. Yeah, and uh, basically going through time to try to stop uh, the villain Vandal Savage from basically taking over the world in the far future. Vandal, Vandal Savage is an immortal, and he's secret, been secretly behind every world war and every major conflict since. Well, in the sh- in this show, e- uh, ancient Egypt, ancient Egypt, in the comics of Caveman, Caveman times, yeah, he was the one that created fire and taught cavemen how to fight, and yeah, stuff like that, so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, basically, he's traveling through history is basically a war god, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's basically just that, just trying to stop him from stop this terrible future basically they're trying to stop skynet in a in a ancient <laughs> egyptian form yeah yeah and uh it's it's interesting the cast that they pulled for this season yeah because you're getting character um long-standing characters like uh firestorm who's popped up on the flash a lot yeah but he's like the newer fire firestorm though. well they uh, it's the original martin stein though yes martin stein but the new kid mm-hmm. and the uh the adam who was um arrow He's on Arrow, but he's also Superman in yes. Superman Returns. Yes, he was. He was. Yeah, Brandon Routh <laughs> and, did play Superman. And in Superman also Returns. the um, was it the fourth 
uh, Evil X in Scott Pilgrim, the vegan bassist. Was that him? That was him. Oh. This is oh. Brandon Ralph. Oh. Yeah. And, anyway. Yeah, let's see who else was in it. Hawkman and Hawkgirl, which are new for this series, although they've popped up on Arrow a couple times. They, they were on... They um, were introduced on Arrow. They were introduced on Flash. Oh, they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you're right. Because she was the... Hawkgirl was the barista at the, com- at the coffee you're right. shop. Yeah, and Cisco and her had a thing, right? But then they and but then they had the the crossover event between Flash and Arrow, mm-hmm. with Vandal Savage introducing him. And uh, there's they were really cool. I liked them. Yeah, their look is good. Yeah. I don't like the guy who plays Hawkman. I feel like he's really wooden in his yeah. acting. But then again, that's that's Hawkman though. True, yeah. he's True. not supposed to, his his personality type is that he's not supposed to have a personality. Yeah. He's supposed to be just a block of wood with wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, though I'm really sad that Hawkgirl's not Themagarian. And it's the newer Hawkgirl. I understand that from the comics. Yeah. But I really wanted alien alien uh, bird people. Yeah. And they could still explain that they were true secret I guess. Yeah, that's how they from... did it on the cart- uh, the Justice League. Yeah, that the, yeah, that they well, were. No, the one Hawkman was a reincarnation. The other, uh, the other one was just Themagarian. But, but anyway, they were. Bro- but... They both came. They came to Earth and were treated as gods in Egyptian. It's and been a long time since I watched Justice League in Unlimited. Egypt times. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, let's see here, we got Captain Cold and Heatwave, who were the highlight of this episode. I know, like. right? Uh, I. Who... I they were both from Prison Break. Yeah, they played. They played brothers. They, they were the brothers, like the leads in <laughs> yeah. Prison Break, and now they're playing like these dumb at these dumb. Well, <laughs> dumb butt. These, <laughs> these big old Dumbo villains. Well, Captain Cold with not their that dumb tuckuses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, and uh, we've got well, not Black Canary. I guess she's White, White Canary. canary. And I did not didn't care for her on Arrow at all. But she she's works. a lot better on this show. She <laughs> like works a I lot like her a one. lot on this show. And yeah, I did the not whole care that whole bar scene was great. That oh, was the Captain and Tennille bar fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was worth, really good. It's worth watching the show for that alone. I think. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's all of them. Yeah, we got Is them it? all. Yeah. Okay. Well, and Rip Hunter and and uh, uh, just a, it sounds like a hero from a fifties pulp novel because he was. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Rip Hunter's an old, like an old, very very old school. Uh, character and, and actually, the name of his ship is actually a, a callback to another time master, wave runner. the Wave Rider. <laughs> it's yeah, the TARDIS. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, that ship was very much uh, <laughs> when they when they landed it and it went invisible. I had very much a voyage home uh, vibes from it. It looks like the the ship in Firefly. It kinda. It's it's that junky looking on the outside. Nah, I think. Really, I don't think it's, it's that junky it's looking. It's the Star Wars used future look. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, when they get to the 70s and all the TV, like they're playing like Welcome Back, Cotter. Yeah. Was... <laughs> and Heat Wave is like, why is this channel just playing reruns? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's really good. I'm I'm definitely going to go oh, back yeah, and I, watch I more. Can't, yeah. yeah uh, tonight is uh, episode two. Uh, yeah. Pilot part two. Yeah. It's it's superhero Doctor Who. Yeah. I yeah. mean, more or less. Pretty much. Pretty much. And I like how the show is kind of modular so they can add and subtract characters as they need. Yeah. For this series. If. Because time they... travel is convenient like that. Yeah. Oh, and the fact that Gideon is back. Uh, the, the talking computer? Yep. Yeah. Because it was a you know, big thing in, in Flash, mm-hmm. season one, and uh, it's just, it seems to be a staying force within the... Yeah, they did a really good job tying it in, but not making it overly... Oh, like... also, when yeah. I was watching it, and uh, they're fighting Chronos. Uh, Oh, yeah. And Captain Cold comes running up. He goes, we're gone for 10 minutes, and you pick a fight with Boba Fett? Yeah. And I'm sitting, I'm laughing at the same time, like, how much did that reference cost them? <laughs> yeah, right. Because that couldn't have been cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was really good. I enjoyed it quite a I bit. D- I did enjoy it, too. I mean... Uh... Yeah, and it, it, you're right. It's not too tied into the other shows, because I've seen two seasons of Arrow, and mm-hmm. that's it. And I still really enjoyed it, so... Well, it's uh, it feels different. And I think that's what made Flash popular for me anyway, is mm-hmm. the fact that it was so much different than Arrow. Mm-hmm. And there are times, though, there is still a lot of brooding in Flash, and it annoys me. But then we get back to the running, and I'm good again. <laughs> um, but this just feels completely different than those two altogether. I, I think it's it has more in common with Flash than it does Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got more fun. Yes. Even though, even though Arrow was on it in kind of a forced, like, I'm here and I say this is okay kind of moment. Uh, kind of. <laughs> like, yeah. I was the one that started this whole train, so I got to be in there. I don't know. I I definitely feel like the CWDC stuff is getting better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Arrow, it wasn't bad to begin with, but it's, get, yeah. it's, it's going up. I mean, Arrow, sure. was, 
Arrow's okay. I, I would say Arrow is not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. It's watchable. It's yeah. watchable. It is definitely. It's definitely way more watchable than past superhero shows I've seen. Do we do we remember Birds of Prey? Because that was garbage. <laughs> I remember Birds of Prey. That was garbage. Do you remember the Justice League live action pilot? <laughs> no. You've never seen that? No. <laughs> oh my God! I know what we're gonna do once we get done recording. <laughs> oh God! It was based on Justice League International. Oh. Like the comedy sitcom se- like series really? from the 80s. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It was basically friends with superpowers, but they wow. all sucked. <laughs> wow. That's like a robot chicken sketch. <laughs> Nobody yeah. told me life was going to be this way. Zap, 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 zap. <laughs> <laughs> Superheroes. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, DCTV getting good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really need to catch up on Supergirl. Your yeah. parents are DOA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> That's Batman friends. <laughs> They're super friends. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, they could have just called it super friends. I mean, why not? What? Yeah. <laughs> I did hear uh, Constantine might pop up on Legends of Tomorrow here sometime this season. I hope. I really, I really like him. It would fit. Meanwhile, at the Apartment of Justice. <laughs> uh. The Flash and Green Lantern discovered they have free porn for the weekend. <laughs> I recently watched that uh, Friends episode. Ah. <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah, Ross is, Ross is dating a girl from England or something, and he goes to go confess her his love to her in England, but she stayed here in America by accident, and they have to call on the phone. It's, God... I hate friends. Yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> show. Yeah. Anyway, uh, DCTV. Awesome. Well, I have one thing real quick, and it's funny that, Cody, you talked about video games, and Josh, you mentioned something about the Terminator, because I played it. Longtime listeners, and it feels weird saying longtime listeners um, uh, know that I'm kind of a fighting game guy. And, uh, you know, sometimes I venture outside of, like, your Street Fighters and your Mortal Kombat's and stuff, because... You can't eat steak every day, right? Um, I can. Well, but then, eh. <laughs> so I kind of every once in a while I get clued in on you know the lesser known games and stuff, and I found this one. It was put out in 2009. Uh, it was uh, Chinese only, so it's all in you know foreign language, Mandarin or whatever. So let me pull up the actual name of it here. It is called. Well, it doesn't have the actual Chinese name, but it translates to. Dong Dong the Immortal Legend, or as the main title screen calls it, Dong Dong Never Die. <laughs> okay, so I want to read to you guys the uh, synopsis of the game's plot. It's, a, I mean, it's a fighting game, but, you know, a lot of the, the story mode has, you know, an actual a plot. A plot that goes through it. So it says, Dong Dong Never Die is a fighting game that defies all but the hardiest attempts at description. Suffice to say, just before its destruction, Skynet sends more advanced Terminator... The nine vulnerable gun wielding, super strong, and water drinking Sheng Hua Nan to the past in response, the leader of the human resistance, Dong Dong, <laughs> sends back a T eight hundred model Terminator that has been reprogrammed to protect his past self. Does this sound like anything familiar to you? Oh, well, that's a Terminator fighting game. Let right? me let me continue. Both Terminators arrive at a time when fighting representatives from all parts of China, such as Sung Wukong with a can of spray paint, <coughs> some guy with a huge afro and an inner tube, and Super Mario <laughs> show up. Now, this game should be terrible. It's all like actual like live action actors captured, and actually. They kind of showed some behind the scenes stuff uh, in the end credits, and they were just all still photographs that were all painstakingly cut out by the game designers and moved Sometimes around. Not even with a green screen. <laughs> yeah, this game should, like I said, it should be terrible. It uh, blatantly rips off um, sound effects, music tracks, stages from other games. It is just cobbled Super Mario. Super Mario. <laughs> On the whole, Chinese just... games have a really bad habit of like being horrible. Horrible ripoffs. Here's the thing. The game itself is really tight. The gameplay <laughs> is surprisingly tight. Like, the the uh, specials feel really good. The The move lists are all excellent. It's because they've ripped off all of the moves from other fighting games. <laughs> with similar, like, um, 
systems. Are, are there Tekken controls? Because I hate Tekken controls. No, it's all it's all Street Fighter and SNK. It's mostly oh. SNK. Okay. Uh, but it is just unreal. Just tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I showed you guys a little bit. Yeah, of it, yeah. it was it was weird. Yeah, just I can't. And the boss and the final boss is so frustratingly difficult because one of his special moves is he can heal himself. He's also invincible while he's healing himself. So he just <laughs> you can't stop him you can't from stop doing him it. once once he gets down to about a third health he fills up his life bar again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So basically, you got to keep juggling him so he can't do that. Pretty much. Yeah, but it is, uh, it's free online. Uh, if you like fighting games and you don't mind the game crashing every five minutes, uh, I would say go go and, find it. Uh, and no English? No English, no. The, well, the title screen. <laughs> the only English says, Dong Dong Never Die, in big bright red letters on a black background. And uh, the weirdest thing is, you get through the, the game, and you get through the, uh, the credits, there's an actual, like... Um, like challenge rounds where they throw like multiple fighters in all at once and you have to take them all out. If you get through all of the characters, it shows you a preview for their upcoming fan game for Streets of Rage on the Sony PSP. <laughs> Streets of Rage 4. Yeah, it's so weird. And it, it looks and it, good. Yeah, it looks fantastic. It looks the, really the good. work is really good. Yeah. On a PSP. On, but <laughs> on <the> still, PSP. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it doesn't, I'm stymied by this game because it should be bad. It should be so bad. I want to sit terrible. back and laugh. I mean, it looks like garbage. But it plays really, really well. <laughs> like, surprisingly well. Kind of reminds me of that MOBA that came out not too long ago that had, like, Shrek and Naruto in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that game. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there is a, a, a character in this. She is dressed like a um, like a Lolita. Like, she has a, a Little... parasol and, like, a you know, like an old-timey, like, yeah, she wears like a little pink frilly dress. Something. Like, like, yeah, Japanese gothic Lolita fashion. She summons Optimus Prime as a fighter, <laughs> as one of her attacks. <laughs> Michael Bay, Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. no the, less. Uh, yes. God, there's... What was that one fighting game back in the day that you could just download pretty much anybody and put in it? Mugen? Mugen. Mugen. This isn't Mugen, though. This is their own... They built their own game system. Sort of. On the backs of about five other different fighting <laughs> game systems. But... They cannibalized a lot. Yeah. But he took the parts that worked and made a game, and it works. It works. <laughs> it's ugly as hell, and it's super funny to look at, but it... <laughs> One of the characters is a shirtless, fat construction man. <laughs> yeah, he has all command grabs. He is, he is the, the Zangief of, of the game. Course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. Um, Mario Mario has a raging demon, the, the Akuma. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, Mario is the raging demon. Yeah, and like you know how how uh, Kuma stands with the thing pops up on his back when he when he finishes that that uh, instant kill move. Well, Mario does that, but there's no room on his back, so they put like the little Chinese or Japanese symbol on his butt. <laughs> He's got a raging butt demon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is beyond description. I just can't. Dong dong, never die. Dong dong, never die. Okay, let's go ahead and take a break here. When we get back, we got some uh, news. I think I got a couple more things I can talk about, too. I mean, after we come back. After we come... Okay, yeah, we'll do that after we come back.
back. That was the Scooby-Doo theme as reimagined by Matthew Sweet from a cool album called, was it just Saturday Morning? I think so, yeah. From the late 90s. Yeah. I wore that album out as a kid. It's a good album. Yeah. I'm glad you let me borrow it at one point because, uh, yeah, and I, I made a copy of it. <laughs> this was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Really good album. Zoinks. Anyway, we're back. Um, We'll get to why we played that song in a second, but Cody, didn't you say you had another, like, one more thing to, yeah, that you I, checked what out? Yeah, was it? I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> game. The oh, one yeah. That dropped. The- it's a weird story. We might as well talk about it. Yeah, it's it's half like news, half like check it out, right? Yeah. Okay, so. So the the last, well, not the last Five Nights at Freddy's game, but the newest one dropped early because that's what he does. He releases the games early. Mm-hmm. And it is super weird and not in a scary way. Oh, really? It's an RPG, a kind of turn-based RPG with all of the Freddy's characters. Oh. And you walk around a map and do RPG battles, and it's not scary, and it's weird and broken. Oh, that that is really broken weird. Broken as in it doesn't work, or broken as it's too powerful? Broken as it it's missing features that not even a mediocre RPG game would forget. <laughs> Aww, huh. Like... You can't check your stats in any way, shape, or form. Ooh. Hmm. There's not even an indicator to tell you what level your characters are. Ooh. Um, when it first came out, there was no explanation to what any of the moves do. Hmm. And they had names just like Water Hose <laughs> and Birthday. <laughs> huh. And so you had no real way to tell what these moves were or what they or did. Or what they are for except just to use them and even then it wasn't terribly clear (laughs) i Um, think he took some damage (laughs) basically and and there's barely a like what little story there is is given to you by a a golden freddy bear that you run into on the map occasionally and it's not very well written oh geez uh, because i think scott cawthorne Thorn, Thorn, how we pronounce it, is mm. more of a visual storyteller than I think he is he a is. written storyteller. Yeah, I, th- I would and agree. It, it really doesn't work. Do you think maybe he just kind of phoned this one in? I, I don't <laughs> think. I think I, he just got excited and like released it too early. Yeah, it could have stood to be in the oven a little <laughs> while longer. Um, but... <laughs> every, everybody was led to believe that it would have not 3D worlds, <laughs> but... Uh, but like the pre-rendered 3D yeah, worlds right. that he does. Yeah. But the whole overworld map is 8-bit, like tile moving around. Oh, man. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. And he's since apologized. Good. <laughs> and offered refunds to anybody that wants one, regardless of how long that they've played it, which is cool. I mean, I, I mean, went for it. Because yeah, he's sure. Gonna, he's going to re-release it later, not on Steam for free, once he fixes the overworld and adds in all this stuff that should have been there to begin with. Okay. Well, that's good. At least he's going back and, and making yeah. good. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. I mean, he got excited. He maybe bit off more than he can chew because an RPG is not an easy thing to make, for one. Yeah, Yeah, when you've been making uh, jump scare games <laughs> you know, yeah. for like the past X amount of titles. And like... It, just is so thematic well not thematically but tonally different than all of the other games too because as far as i could tell it's not scary and i put about four hours into it (laughs) and it's more cute than scary maybe that's the big twist at the end you get at the end and then it's the big jump scare to make you poop your pants yeah there's just a jump scare at the end yeah (laughs) i don't know it's really hard to tell it just it makes them look kind of like a crazy person (laughs) (laughs) Like, it, it's probably all it was is he just got excited about his new game and wanted to show it off, and it yeah. wasn't done Hey, yet. I've been working on this thing. Look, I could do something different. Yeah. I mean, when you have people yelling at you 24 hours a day about how you're a fraud and they, all your games are the same, you know, that'll probably happen. Yeah, <laughs> true. Huh. I'll tell you what's For weird. Th- kind of off topic. I was looking like at upcoming pops and stuff on Funko's website, and there's a crap ton of... Five Nights at Freddy's stuff coming. Oh, yeah. Merchandise is just starting to pop up everywhere. It's Hot Topic ridic. has a... I know. You're getting, like, T-shirt. It's weird. I haven't played any of the games, and now I feel like I have to just to see what all the hype's all about. They're pretty good games. They're not bad. Yeah, I not mean, terrible. if you know what you're getting into, 
should yeah. play it together sometime. It would be hilarious. Oh, yeah, we need to do a Let's Play and we have should. a little oh, going cold. That would be cool. Yeah, we don't do play it because we're going to do it. We'll do a Let's All Play. All right, yeah, we'll do a Let's cool. Play. All that'd right, cool. cool. Done. Right. Scheduled. Well, hey, plans made. All right. <laughs> okay, well, hey, let's get into a little bit of this news with a little bit of time we have left here. Um, we played that Scooby-Doo song because of uh, Hanna-Barbera stuff coming up through DC Comics, right? Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> kind of. So there's some good and there's some bad. It's not the first time DC has jumped in the jumped into the Hanna Barbera pit. Well, no, they've done a. They actually have put out uh, ongoing series. It's, it's in their kids line, I think. Yeah, there's a Scooby Doo book, do and they Scooby Doo comics, and they're surprisingly faithful to the source material. Yeah, they did a they did a Space Ghost comic back in oh oh six. Was it oh six? It was the year after I graduated. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was uh, six issues. Yeah, and it was really really good. Really mm-hmm. serious and kind of dark, but it was amazing. Yeah, is some people sometimes it's it's hard to remember that uh, DC Comics is owned by Warner Brothers, which also owns all the prop, the Hanna Barbera yeah. properties. So DC can use whatever they want from any of those uh, franchises, and it looks like they're going to be putting out a bunch of um, not for kids. Well, I mean, <laughs> not not like they're going to be gory or anything like that, but like not kid friendly uh, books based on Scooby Doo. Wacky races and uh, like all of Flintstones. the Flintstones and like all the action, like the space action stuff. Yeah, that space like ghosts, Herculoids, Johnny Quests, all in one. The comic, action, I guess. the action That's stuff. Cool. I think it was called Future Quests. Yes, Future Quests. Yeah. That's what it's called. So I'm looking at this thing here, and the Scooby Doo title is called Scooby Apocalypse, and it's like set in like some weird cyberpunk future Scooby Doo. Yeah, and I tell you what, I hate it. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, I, I, like I don't, it at all. I don't like this picture at all. That's not good. They all look like a, like, well, Shaggy looks like a straight up hipster. Yeah. And like. With his earplugs and his tattoos. Yeah, I don't like to call people hipsters, but it's really the only way you could describe it. I mean, he's got. For people to visualize it, yeah. Yeah, he's got the the waxed mustache and beard and like, he looks like he stepped off the streets of Brooklyn and into (laughs) Scooby-Doo. Like it's it's really bad, and Fred has a tribal tattoo on his arm, which yeah. is, uh, is weird. And um, Velma looks like a child. Yeah, she looks, Velma looks like a little kid. She looks like to be about five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looks as though Scooby is um, going to uh, communicate through emojis. <laughs> Notice by the, all the little floating things by his head, and like the weird like cyber eyebrows that they've given him he looks like some sort of technomancer yeah <laughs> yeah so uh that's that we reckon gotta slice the system i yeah, i don't understand why they keep like trying to reimagine scooby-doo of all the the hanna-barbera properties i think that's the one people get the most mad when they try to change yeah like nobody wants this. No, nobody <laughs> does. A pup named Scooby Doo. No. That was a good show. <laughs> oh, and the art by that is done by Jim Lee. So he's the one that redesigned all of the New Fifty Two. Um, oh, it DC. looks like so, that. Yeah, one. that would be why we hate it so much. Yeah, pretty I much. hate New Fifty Two costumes. Yeah, Daphne doesn't bother me though. The, the Daphne isn't bad. The Daphne <laughs> is the actually the coolest I, of the bunch with her laser rifle. She yeah. just looks like an awesome cyberpunk Daphne. She does, yeah. <laughs> So uh, next up is this future quest. Now this is all the space like action everything. You have Gigantor in the background. It looks like there's the um, Birdman. Birdman's in there. Let's see no. the uh... Birdman. Yeah. Let's see. There's uh, Mitor. There's oh, there's the uh, the Impossibles. All oh, the Impossibles. That's awesome. Wow. They're man. That's some deep cuts. That's... Is uh, Frankenstein Junior? Uh, you know what? I I thought it was Mitor. It might be Frankenstein Junior back there. But uh, that that's really no, cool. That's Actually, still Mitor. That's not Gigantor. That's Frankenstein Jr. Okay. Um. Well, anyway, this looks really cool, and it looks like the art is done by Darwin Cook, who did uh, uh the Justice League New Frontier. Mm. I love his style. Oh, I do too. Fantastic. Yeah. So and it it fits perfectly with this type of book. It just looks that just looks great. I may I will print. I will pick that one up. That one looks really good. It'll be fun. Okay. So next up is the Flintstones. Um, I'm kind of torn on this one. It's, it's it's not offensive. No, it looks like the it looks like the Flintstones, but it's uh, Amanda Connor doing the art, and she does a very kind of I don't want to say pinupy kind of style, yeah, but it's pretty much it's it. kinda. She's one of my favorite artists. She, but... yeah, her Power Girl and her um, stuff on uh, Harley Quinn have been really good, but it doesn't it doesn't quite feel like Flintstones. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Like Fred's really buff. Dino 
looks more like an actual dinosaur. He looks like uh, he walked off the Jurassic World set and they painted him purple. It's just realistic enough to make it not right. Yeah. Because her style is a little cartoony, but not enough for the Flintstones, I think. It, it looks like somebody's deviant art. It, it, yeah. yeah. A good deviant art. A very nice, <laughs> yes, one of the better ones, but. Uh, not something you base an entire comic around. Yeah. Although Barney still looks like me, so <laughs> yeah, he does. He really yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I fully <laughs> own up to that one. <laughs> Fruity Pripples. Oh man, I okay. missed it. This one I'm super excited okay, about. Okay, so there's a, a one based on Wacky Racers that's going to be like Mad Max, right? Which is the brilliant idea, and I yeah. love it. <laughs> so it's called Wacky Wacky Raceland. Yes. Well, I had a hard time saying that one. <laughs> Wacky Raceland. But uh, but no, shoot, that looks really cool. Well, that's Penelope Pitstop's car right there. Yep. And uh, let's see. The anthill mob in the back. I that think. is the anthill mob with a giant gun on the top of their their, <laughs> their old school dragster. Oh, I'm excited. No, yeah. that looks It looks really cool. That looks good. I it it makes me that. wish there was an animated series. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay, so logo for Scooby-Doo. Why did they call it Scooby-Doo Apocalypse? Why did they drop the do? I, who knows? Okay, there's another shot of the, uh, the uh, future stuff. That looks cool. Good. Who did uh who did that old school that old Ghostbusters cartoon? The, the original that wasn't oh, not the, the real Ghostbusters. It's Funimation. Was the, yeah. Was that Funimation? That was Funimation. Okay. Oh, that's cool. That... Oh, brack. There's a brack. There's a brack back there. Oh man. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, that's all the Space Ghost villains. That's a Legion of Doom. Oh, it is. Yeah, you got the uh, the 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 monster monster rancher. It's not Monster Rancher. <laughs> Spider Queen lady. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zorak. Multar Zorak. Metallus over there. Yeah. Oh, Tanzit. <laughs> With the rusty metal. Actually, I think Brack is holding the rusty metal from Space Ghost Coast to Coast. <laughs> uh, but that looks really good. Who's behind Space Ghost? Let's see. That is uh, Coils. Coily. Oh, co- yeah. From, from the Impossibles. And... Who was the uh, the Galaxy Trio? That's who it is. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it was the uh, so the second half of the Space Ghost cartoon back in the '60s was Space Ghost and the Galaxy Trio, and they were basically like three part um, uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, but in space. Yeah, dropping the dropping the kids. Mm-hmm. But that looks that looks great, yeah. and Space Ghost has just the right amount of smirk in that picture. That is cool. I've I, always really loved Space Ghost. Yeah. I will always read his dialogue in uh, George Lowe's voice. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, Space uh, Ghost Goes to Coast was like such like a a huge thing. Oh, it was a big yeah, part of my childhood. Absolutely, massive part of my and childhood. The, and a lot the, of my humor comes from that kind of <laughs> yeah. yeah. That mystery science theater is uh-huh. like most of my sense of humor. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh man! I just hope in this new comic, Brack calls someone buddy just once. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, super excited about that. Not so hot on Scooby-Doo. Or the Flintstones. L- lukewarm on the Flintstones. Yeah, we'll have to see a little more of the, the Flintstones stuff. Maybe uh, Connor's only doing the, the cover art. Maybe yeah, have they, a lot the of interior. times they do that. She mm-hmm. just does the cover. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yep. Maybe it'll be better than that supposed Seth MacFarlane Flintstones reboot they were Oof, talking about. That did not look great. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is that still a thing, or did, is that dead in the water? Because I don't know. Who worry. knows? You know, he got busy writing writing uh, Ted and Ted 2, so who knows? I mean, he's not working. He's not really doing. He does voices, but he doesn't really write uh, Family Guy anymore, so who knows? And that's yep. readily apparent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, uh, sticking with the DC stuff, um, DC is planning on rebooting all of their main continuity books again uh, this yeah. June. You're not listening to an old episode of the show. They are doing it again. Yes. It's a new, new 52. They're rebooting the new 52. Everything is rolling back to uh, issue number ones. A lot of their books are going to be put out bi-monthly. They're, they've decided that a lot of their lower-selling books are going to be on alternating months with other oh, books that's fine oh my God. it feels already feels forever between comics coming out yeah unless you're a marvel fan <laughs> well yeah, they make it freaking rain yeah but uh i you know i love dc i've been a dc guy my entire life um and i still the if i were to choose between dc and marvel like the universe the comic book universes i'll go dc nine times out of ten just because marvel always seemed a little too like real which is weird to say no, because I get what you you're have saying. like a, yeah. a world-eating like space space guy in a purple hat and like well, 
yeah, Silver but, Surfer but, and stuff. But their characters but, always had very realistic flaws and problems. They were, yeah. yeah. They were all, yeah. Their problems were always based in reality in some way or another. Where DC was always a little grander and a little more yeah. theatrical. But I'll be honest, this reboot is where I'm jumping off. I can't, I can't do it anymore. It, I've. It doesn't help that Marvel has been just killing it. Lately. Yeah, Mar- that that certainly doesn't help things. But DC, they, New Fifty Two hasn't worked, and it hasn't worked since its inception. inception. And it's no more apparent than now when they had like a, a like a mini soft reboot a few months ago mm-hmm. where they didn't reboot the numbers, but they changed a lot of their books. Yep. They ruined Wonder Woman. The, yeah. <laughs> they just, just utterly destroyed that book. Green Lantern is almost completely unrecognizable <laughs> um, because he's not using, well, he's, he's still green, but he doesn't use a power ring and he flies around in a spaceship with a couple of, uh, uh, with a couple of space criminals. Basically, so, so with his fist. the galaxy. I didn't understand. What I'm sorry. <laughs> Try it again. No, try it again. You can't yawn on the radio. <laughs> Basically making him Guardians of the Galaxy. Basically. And it it doesn't work. No. Not um, with Green Lantern. He's a no. good guy space cop. Yeah. And a lot of the a lot of the uh, um, lesser books, which I was really excited for when the New 52 started, they've all been canceled. Like Frankenstein and the Agents of Shade, which was yeah. great. Super Spy Frankenstein. That was awesome. And they canceled it after... 13 issues. Uh, OMAC, which was a great uh, um, um, Jack Kirby mm-hmm. um, uh, homage, canceled after eight. Uh, Basically, Swamp, were, thing got Swamp Thing got canceled. They were supposed to Animal be Man. 52 mm-hmm. titles when the new 52 came out. There's there's a strong 44 at this point. Yeah. And to be honest, hardly any of them are any good. No. Bat, Batgirl is good. Batgirl's good. Well, the, the Batgirl since issue... Since Babs Tar took over yeah. art, yeah, and they re- and they soft rebooted that entire series. Yep, um, Simone Batgirl wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No, it was no, no it, it was good up to like issue twenty eight, when the entire writing staff left and DC said, "Look, you can you can get her engaged, but you can't marry her." No, that's mm-hmm. you're thinking of Batwoman. Yeah. Oh yeah, Batwoman. yeah. Would you say Batgirl. Batgirl? Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. But I mean, they've done some good yeah, things. Grayson Grayson is as decent as a spy story. Yeah. Um, the, uh, bad, the g- bad books have been kind of untouched, but sort of. At except, this point, it's kind of getting long in the tooth anyway. Except for the bit. fact that you know Gordon is Batman. That's that's true. That's because of this soft reboot. Yeah. Well, but Bruce is coming back anyway. They, yeah. They've already said he's coming back. Yeah. But uh, anyway, in, in, in June, in June, the whole line's going to be rebooted to number to, uh, new number ones again, which is ridiculous. And they said it's going to have a TV and movie focus, which is uh, sounds bad. Which means you're going to get more Superman and more Batman books than anything else they're gonna add well like, like we already didn't have that yeah <laughs> there's gonna be i think i read somewhere there's like gonna be like seven or eight Batman family books yeah well there's already that right now because you got yeah. you got gotham academy mm-hmm. you got uh you got batman batgirl batwoman well i don't know i'm not no, even sure if batwoman is still batwoman. printing I don't think so. uh grayson robbins uh there was a Red Robin book, but I think that got canceled. Yeah, Red Robin's no, can- no, Red Robin and the Outsiders is still oh, going. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's um, not good, but it's still going. The, uh, outs- the outside, <laughs> the Outsiders is Arsenal, <laughs> Green Arrow's old sidekick. That's it. It's just the two of them. Well, isn't that one a clone though of Roy? Yeah, yeah, he's the one that has the missing arm. Yeah, um, comics, everybody. Yeah, I know, right? Oh shoot, I don't like the TV movie synergy thing because well, it just makes everything the same well that and the fact that the fact that the writers for the arrow tv show took over for the green lantern or for the green arrow comic mm-hmm. and started adding in their arrow characters and it like, made it not very good no Although green arrow wasn't going really well to begin with but true it, but it's but from the way this this article reads it sounds like they're going to be doing even more of that where they're going to be tying your books directly to the cinematic u- and television universe and so you're gonna have you're gonna have 22 year old flash you know, they moping every five pages. They already have that. They already have that. That the the CW's Flash comic. Well, it's going like to that. just become the Flash Blah. comic, well, starring then, CW's Flash. Then you're just going to get the leftover crap that wasn't good enough to use on the show. Exactly, and that's why a lot of their books are going to bi monthly. Yeah. So they don't have to use so much of the leftovers. Like Harley I said, Harley Quinn's good. Harley and, Quinn's good, but she's starting to get overplayed a little bit. True. And you, 
Yeah, all... how many books does she have now? Like two at the two or three at the Harley same Quinn, time? Harley Quinn, Suicide Squad. Harley Quinn's black little black book. Yeah. She uh, guessed... Starfire. Yeah, she, basically Starfire. <laughs> um, Poor she... Starfire, getting her book hijacked by, she is by a, DC's Deadpool. She is a guest in um, the Poison Ivy uh, limited run that's going now. Yeah. It's well, they're gal pals, and here's the thing, <laughs> gal pals. <laughs> and here's the thing, um, because this is taking a more cinematic approach. How much of the current Harley Quinn book, which is which is really good, yeah, it's is going to be <laughs> is going to be converted to the Margot Robbie Suicide Squad version, yeah, which is you know, which I mean is from from it the works, trailer. It looks like it works for that. It film. looks like it works for that film, <laughs> but it doesn't look like it's going to work for the, the comic, comic universe. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like I said, I think this might be my jumping off point for DC for DC or for the majority of DC because I just I can't go through another renumbering. I can't do it. It's it, it's know. killing Mar- me. I don't know. Marvel's gone through like three or four renumberings this year or yeah, last year. This year alone. <laughs> Here's what comic companies should do. They should move away. If it were up to me, they would move away from the ongoing, you know, storylines and Hire writers to come on for six issues or eight issues, enough to make a trade and make them just all miniseries based. And they can tie into continuity previous books if they want to. They could ignore previous books if they want to. That way, if something works, great. If it doesn't work in eight issues, it's going to be done. You have enough for a trade paperback. You can put it out and any it makes it super accessible to any reader who has a passing knowledge of... Like, they're not going to go through the origin story every single time, but they'll like... If you have a passing knowledge of, hey, this is the Flash. He runs fast. His name's Barry Allen. He's a cop a day, during the day and runs fast at night. <laughs> runs fast That's all you need to know. Here's an eight-issue contained story that if you want to get more, you can read a couple issues before or after. But this is a contained story in one book. Kind of like what, me, kind of like what they did back in the day. Yeah, yeah. just do it. Yeah, number one every six months, basically. Basi- like, that's fine. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and they would just call it like the Flash colon Running Fast Man or <laughs> change. Yeah, the, yeah, just a different. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like kind of like how kind of like how you had like you know Batman Nightfall and uh, you take the story arc name, you just make it the, the yeah. title of the book. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hush. Court of Owls. Yeah. Exactly. But if if it were up to me, that's that's the way I would do it because it because the the ongoing the days of having seven hundred eight hundred issues of a comic are stretching done. completely. It's never going to happen again. No. And the idea of going into uh, a new era of comics, thinking we're going to make seven hundred eight hundred nine hundred issues of this book all the way through, and then rebooting it in fifteen months, hmm. it's, it gets tiring. It, you know, it is it is frustrating. It really is. It's kind of why I haven't really done much with DC in the last year or so. I bought that Poison Ivy book, but I haven't read it yet. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's okay. I haven't. I, I need to get down to the shop and actually pick up some books. That's I do the, too. That's the other thing. I haven't picked up hardly any books because I'm not. I'm just not invested in the stories. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Anyway, we have a couple of things real quick to run through before we get out of here. Um, Nicktoons movie. Yeah. They are making a movie about all of the Nicktoons together in one big in movie. One big movie. It's it's kind of interesting because they've they've been pushing this splat thing they've been wanting to do, with bringing back all these old shows and stuff mm-hmm. and playing them again. I just like they're trying to breathe new life back into the classic Nicktoons again. Yeah, that's exactly what they do. They want to do a movie universe about the Nicktoons, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird thinking about all these different Nicktoons existing within the same universe. Oh yeah, because they're all so tonally different. I don't even want—I don't even want to imagine Ren and Stimpy in the same room as the Rugrats. <laughs> but I can—I re- I can't see Ren and Stimpy in the same room as Rocco's Modern yeah, Life. Yeah, that—that would—that's not such a strange. Or uh, the fact that if it, if the kids in Rocket Power swim out far enough, they run into SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Hopefully they drown there. <laughs> oh, 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 that show is terrible. Oh, rocket power. <laughs> Bitter much? Oh, man. Although I can see the Rugrats and the Ah Real Monsters universes. They did that, being actually. Tied. There was the yeah. crossover episode. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. That was good. It was a nightmare so, that the babies were man, having. Man, Ah Real yeah. Monsters was my jam. That was a good oh, show. Yeah, Great show. It. Did you ever play the Super Nintendo game? No. Super hard. <laughs> It's pretty good. You, get, you can switch characters, and it's kind yeah. of like uh, Lost Viking. Oh, yes. oh, okay. Yeah, I love Lost Viking. But uh, super tough, though. I had a hard time with it anyway. 
But it's gonna be the movie's gonna be directed by uh, Jared Hess, the Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre Libre guy, and that, so it'll I mean, be that good. So yeah, you know, about right. Yeah, he's a good director. One out of two. <laughs> Nacho Libre is I like terrible. The, yeah, I like both those movies. No, I love Napoleon Dynamite. I, I don't care. Nacho I don't care for Nacho Libre. Libre. I it was good. Yeah, that was cute. I don't care for it. I mean, if you were expecting another Napoleon Dynamite, then no, that's not what. No, it I is, really wasn't. <laughs> until actually, this point, I didn't even know they were connected. Well, to oh. each his own. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm going to fight on this. <laughs> I will fight you. It's on. Okay. Uh, one last thing. Uh, we don't have bleed. to get into it deep, but Mighty Number no. Nine, Mighty Number no. Nine, watch. Oh. Remember, remember that Kickstarter that I that I foolishly backed years ago. KG in a few days, successor to Mega Man. Yeah. Uh, how it was delayed like two or th- three times. Well, it's supposed to come out at the end of February. So that's not happening. Delayed again. And... They always wait till the last minute to delay it again. Yeah. And it's all based around uh, network. Like yeah, network the online play. play doesn't work, apparently. The which, online play no one wanted. Which begs the question, why does Mega Man need online play? It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And I've, I've read his uh, uh, Inafune's um, letter to all the backers, because he actually wrote one out or had someone translate one out for him. And he explained that the problem is that the they've been working on the game for so long that the game system that they started building the game with has gone defunct. So there's no more updates for, so anytime that there's a bug, they have to go in and hard code the, the, the bugs, the, oh. the engine out. And the network play issue is on all the systems that they're building it for. And it all requires different things that needs to be hard coded oh. and fixed. It sounds like this needs to scrap it and rebuild it from from ground <laughs> well, up. Well, when I played At this the demo, point, that's the first thing that I thought. Yeah, that's see, that's that's the thing. If I was, if we didn't get that demo, then I would be. I mean, I would be upset that it's getting pushed back, but I wouldn't worry about it too much. That demo was not good. Oh no, no, it was not. And it made, I didn't even finish it. Honestly, I got about. I don't right before the boss, and I'm like, I don't, yeah, I, I get it. It's basically, terrible. yeah, pretty much the same thing here. And you know, if you notice, I'm not getting mad about it. Last time this was pushed back, I got mad about it. I just don't care anymore. I just don't care. It's not like there's not alternatives to if you want a Mega Man game now. Yeah, there's plenty. Like since they announced uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, at least three, four, six games at least come out that, that we can very, think of off the top of our head. Yeah. That are very Mega Man related. Azure Striker Gunvolt, Legend of the Dark Witch, Venture Kid on the iPhone, Mighty Gunvolt, the free game you get with Azure Striker Gunvolt, Mega Man Legacy Collection has come out, Shovel Knight, which everyone two, loves. Two kinds, of, two kinds of Shovel Knight yeah. because they also had that DLC with the second character. Like an entirely different campaign. And these people didn't have any problems releasing their game within the span of three years. I, I think the problem is Inafune and his team bit off more than they could chew. Their eyes got too big for their stomach. With, too many stretch goals. Yeah, too many stretch goals. Just They shouldn't have decided to release all the different versions simultaneously. Yeah. It just um, they probably shouldn't have did uh DS 3DS version. Probably cuz that's that's a big issue, but you know, I just my interest in this game at this point is zero. I just I just don't care anymore. Yeah, I mean <laughs> he messed up. He he messed up. <laughs> he messed up. Yeah. But I'll tell you a game I am looking forward to. Great Detective Pikachu with his super deep voice. Yeah. That was super weird. Yeah, that dropped the other day out of nowhere. There's a detective game starring a Sherlock Holmes Pikachu. And he has a weird, like, he's speaking an actual language, and it's super deep. It's weird. I love it. Yeah, it, it looks awesome. It's like a it's like a it's like a detective Conan kind of thing. Kinda. Oh very yeah. much, yeah. yeah and, and then they play like like the BBC Sherlock music at the beginning. <laughs> kinda. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I mean, just... I'll play it, and it's weird because when Detective Pikachu meets another Pikachu, the other Pikachu is just going, you know, Pika Pee. Yeah, and he's like, like "Thank you, for, thank you for helping me out." Yeah. <laughs> he put all of let's solve some crimes. All Black of Pikachu. the slots were put into logical deduction <laughs> in English language. In the and, English language. And, yes, I see you have mud on your shoes and grass on your shirt. You have fought a bee drill two days ago. <laughs> have you been stalking around the? Tall grass at 3 a.m. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to end this show on a high note because, man, I was starting to get down about Mighty Number no. 9. Anyway, let's get out of here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. Find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. 
Hey, if you have Facebook, and most people do, you can find us over there in the big blue box at facebook.com forward slash nerd overload website. Email us with any questions, concerns, comments, requests, anything. Death Stories. Oh. Your favorite pizza <laughs> topping. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear that. <laughs> you can do that at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet us all kinds of 140 character messages over at nerd underscore overload. You can also keep you abreast of any posts on the website. Yes, which we are doing now. Yes, it's, there's, there's a... been at least two. <laughs> <laughs> it's soon to be more. So, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. Peace out.